honestly. are gonna come running (laughs) everyone's eardrums are bleeding now i am so sorry you're welcome (laughs) welcome back to another episode of honestly a podcast with zoe and logan that was logan and that was zoe logan's (laughs) that was slogan i find it so fun that my name is in a word right like it makes me happy mine probably is but i'm not smart enough (laughs) I mean, I can't think of a word that has your name in it. Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> um, how are you doing today, Zoe? I'm good, good. How are you? I'm not too bad. Let's what is talk you? about the weather. Let's it's talk cold. about the weather. It's cold. Winter is here, everyone. It is pitch black every day. Every day. All day, every day. Um, we love it. We love winter. Would die for it. Might die for it. Quite possibly. <laughs> What have you been up to since we last spoke on this here podcast? Um, well, just like listening back to last week's episode. Yeah, I'm gonna use that loosely. I do feel like we need to issue an apology for that. Just like a statement, we are fine. Very loosely fine. I mean, depending on what your definition of fine is, we uh, are. We are. <laughs> I know last week's episode was concerning. Mm-hmm. Um, I myself was very upset listening back to it. I wanted to call the police on us. Yeah. Um, but no, we are doing okay. We're great. We're just looking forward to that Chainsmokers movie. Mm-hmm. And it just like, we let our excitement get the best of us. That's the only thing keeping me going, to be honest. True. Truly. They will save me. <laughs> The chain smokers will sustain me. Single-handedly, they will save my life. They saved us. Real chain smokers save real fans. And real fans save real chain smokers. A cigarette. <laughs> A cigarette. Um, great. Great. What great. have you been up to? Oh, you know, just living and learning. I saw my friend Melissa last weekend. Shout out to all the Shout Melissa. out to all the Melissas out there. Um, my friend Melissa in particular. <laughs> that one. Uh, it was great to see her. Um, but yeah, other than that, just, uh, just living my life. Your best life. My, well, <laughs> a life. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> I'm living a life. You talk about the training that we have to do today. Oh, yeah. So, uh, they rolled out some, like, mandatory training that we had to do at work, and it's just, like, you do it online, whatever. Um, and it was situational safety training, and I went into it thinking that it was going to be like, what to do in case of a fire drill, and stuff like that. And so I clicked on it, and it was like, what to do if there's an active assailant? Oh! Scary. It was very alarming and upsetting, but I guess that's just the world we live in. It's, yeah. The options did not seem great. No, the first, the best option they gave you was to run. If you can't run, then you should hide. And if you can't hide, then you just fight. (laughs) 
This is my fight song. I don't know the words, but they're high pitch. Yeah. I do um, know that. So that was a wild ride. Um, and I didn't like it one bit. Yeah. No, it was scary. No, it was very scary. Like, I'm laughing about it now, but it's just, like, actually horrifying that we live in the type yeah. of world where it's, like, we need to know what to do in case of, like, a shooter. Yeah. It's really scary. Yeah. But, you know, you live. You learn. You fight. You run. You hide. Yeah. You not throw necess- things. Not necessarily in that order. <laughs> you throw things at assailants. Yeah, that was one of the tips for fighting. It was, like, <laughs> throw objects at the assailant. Like, all right. Well. Like Mario Kart, you just have, like, turtle shells and bananas handy. It just huh. seemed, like, a little unrealistic. I was yeah. like, well, if this person has, like, a gun. Like, oh, perfect time for my throwing stars. <laughs> I keep in my drawer. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I love that. You gotta be prepared. It's like, what am I gonna throw at them? Like, a stapler? <sighs> That's not really gonna slow them down, I don't think. Speaking of staplers, one time at my retail job. My friend Megan, shout out to Megan. Shout out to all the Megans. Went to um, refill the stapler. Yeah. And instead just flung all the staples out of it across in a customer. <gasps> oh no! Just like the whole <gasps> thing of staples. Just like went flying. Went flying and just like hit him in the shoulder and he like turned. She's like, I'm so sorry, but was laughing already. And we were like, oh no, oh, oh no. Oh boy. But luckily he was fine. He ha- he wasn't like that lady who a sign kind of brushed her and she's like, I am bleeding from my head right now. We're like, no, you're not. There's no marks at all. I have a head wound. <laughs> I am concussed. Oh my god. People are truly wild. Um, that just reminded me because we were talking about staplers. Um, at work, this was a few years ago, we were moving out of one office building and into another and it was me and my old coworker, and we were packing everything up and it was like a super stressful day. It was our last day in the office. And we were basically like single-handedly like packing up the whole office. And we had like all of these stations set up. It's like if you have like old electronic equipment, put it here. Mm-hmm. If you have like old like office supplies, put it here. Like it was very clearly laid out yeah. for people. And one of the people from the office just comes up to us and he has a stapler in his hand. And he goes, uh, what do I do with this? <laughs> Like, like just a single seat. Like, it was so important that he know what to do with it. We're like, and we just like gestured. We're like, you can just go put it with the other staplers. The table of staples. And it's like, to this day, whenever I see him, it just like, I think of that and it makes me laugh. And I'm just like, uh, what do I do with this? <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one. Oh, uh, there was also that same day. The movers were like coming at 430 or something to like start packing everything up. And so it's like, we were... Everyone else was supposed to be out of the office by then. And it was literally, like, 4.30. The movers were there. And they were trying to, like, clean, like, move out this one section of the office. And there was one guy still sitting at his desk. He was, like, on the phone making a call. And, like, my friend was, like, trying to, like, message him and be like, hey, like, we need you to, like, pack up and, like, get out. Like, the movers are here. And he, like, wasn't responding to her, like, messages. And so then finally she, like, got a piece of paper and wrote, like, his name. And she's like you need to leave, the movers are coming. And she had to, like, go over to his desk and, like, stick it in front of his face because he, like, wasn't paying attention. It makes me laugh so much. I love that she was bold enough to just do that. It's very... 
on bread. It's not who you think it was. It it's wasn't not? Julie. No, it was um, my friend Neha, oh. who uh, doesn't work with us anymore, unfortunately. But it was so funny because like she <laughs> she didn't like, want to. You gotta she's, like, go. She's like a rather like meek person, and so she like really didn't want to have to go to it. But she was like, uh, "You got to go. You got to go." Um. Yeah. So that's great. Um, what are we talking about this week on... So many... We have actual things to talk about this week, and we're not going to just, like, record a mental breakdown for you. Although I'm sure you found it entertaining, or at least, like, interesting in some way. Concerning. Concerning, probably. Frightening. Worrying. All et cetera. of the above. Yeah. <laughs> et um, well, right off the bat, so yesterday, both Zoe and I decided to rediscover... A band from our past, uh, a little band called Down with Webster. If you ain't Down with Webster, don't pretend pretend to be. be. Um, For those of you that like aren't from Toronto, specifically specifically the beaches, um, you probably have no idea who Down with Webster are. But they were a moderately successful Canadian (laughs) band. um, From would you like what? The genre. What would you describe? It was it? like r- rap rock. Rap <laughs> rock. <laughs> yeah, no, I stuttered. <laughs> Me. That's my job on this podcast. I'm sorry. I'm staying your lame. Coming for your brand. Um, yeah, it was definitely like a hard to define <laughs> band. Um, it was like a little bit of rap, a little bit of rock, some pop. Some other stuff, maybe? Kind of like a weird um, assortment of things. Uh, They were moderately successful in, like, the early 2010s, late 2000s. Um, And (laughs) Zoe and I were obsessed with them. Yeah. We met them twice. Uh, I went without Logan, apparently. (laughs) Oh, my God. This one time I was sitting in Zoe's room, and she had... I don't think you still have it up, but, like, at one point... somewhere. It's, like, in between. Yeah. Yeah. She had, like, a picture of us... No, it was a signed picture of Down with Webster. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, when did you meet Down with Webster to get them to sign that? And like, I completely forgetting that I had been there with her. I was like, when we went. Twice. Yeah. We've met them twice. We've seen them in concert multiple times. We also talked about them before on the podcast because age-wise, Logan was very small. Yeah, if you go back to listen to our episodes called Age-Wise Very Small, I tell a story about how I was um, checked out by a man who was much older than me. Yeah. Um, and he was a member of Down Club Shout out. very alarming. Um, so we both were listening to some of their music yesterday, and it was truly a wild ride down memory lane. It's just very upsetting when you go back and listen to things that you're like oh this was like the greatest thing you listen you're like i mean (laughs) it was fine okay their music still slaps it does but like it it slaps but then i listen to the lyrics and i'm like wow i thought this was like brilliant like did anyone hear that like is anyone getting this you're like I'm sorry, but did you, like, hear that? Like, did you hear what they like, said? Like, you heard it, but did you understand? Did yeah. you, like, get what it, it's about? Exactly. <laughs> I was listening to one of their songs yesterday, and I literally messaged Zoe. I was like, I thought I was so hard for listening to this. I was just like, I'm so cool. We're not, like, other girls. That was, like, literally our mentality. Yeah. Like, we were definitely, like, not, like, other girls type girls. Yeah. And it was, it's, like, really embarrassing to look back on, but and I'm ashamed. We, at least we know. Yeah. At least we're aware and not continuing to do that. No, I can admit this now, now that I'm older and wiser, yeah. 
um, that I was the most embarrassing human being in the world and people shouldn't have allowed me to do anything. Not anything at all. No. I should have just been, like, locked in my room, like, for all of <laughs> high I school. When I look back on pictures, I'm like, you as my mother, let me leave the house like this and I just want to talk. <laughs> just want to talk. Square up. Square up. Mom. Yeah. Um, it, oh. I feel like we should play a song, but I don't know, like, which song to play, you know? I feel like, I don't know. I feel like your man is just, like, so... Yeah. And the video. Someone's definitely doing a little bit of blackface in the beginning of that. It's blackface adjacent, Mm -hmm, for sure. mm -hmm. Um, Also, when... It was, like, a few weeks ago I was over and we were watching their videos. And didn't I say something about, like, if they were still around, me too would have claimed one of them? (laughs) Because it absolutely it's would have. Tyler so Arms would have been claimed. <laughs> claim him. Because I was 16 and he very blatantly checked out my chest, which was alarming. <laughs> very. Um, yeah. And then I'll play you guys a snippet of Your Man. It was kind of like very quintessential, like them at their peak. And that video. I think it's that video where you said the Me Too thing because the whole thing is very questionable oh yeah because there's a lot of groping during yoga oh yeah so okay i'm gonna we'll play a little bit of your man and then we'll just we'll describe the the various members of this band you should pull up the picture of like i'm gonna find that picture while we're playing the song we'll have to post that that. oh yeah let's post the picture of us with them oh god i'm so sorry for everyone who has to see it okay so if you've never experienced donald webster here's a taste Seven people, which seems like a lot for like any sort Especially of band. When you hear that just like couple second intro. It's like it took seven it people. took seven people to make that. Yeah. Um, so there was Diggy the DJ mm-hmm. who went on, I think, to have a semi successful DJ career. He always looked like he did not belong there. You he know? always seemed just like a little older than the rest, and of like them. a little too like normal. Yeah, you know? no, for sure. Like he was like this picture maybe doesn't. Show not the best representation. No, he always looked like he was just like going to work and like stumbled (laughs) onto the stage. Yeah, no, for sure. We, uh, Zoe and I and some friends went to go see Hoodie Allen in 2012, and Diggy was just like the opener. (laughs) Like he was just like doing a DJ set beforehand. It was all very weird. Um, so that whole evening was very weird. Robert, shout out to you. God. So there's Diggy the DJ. 
Um, who's next? Is that Cam? I think yes, that's Cam. Um, want a picture? Why you think they call me Cam? Cam, that was another line where you're like, yeah. whoa! It was like those are those lines like you'd anticipate them when they were yeah. coming, and then you'd go like, like so oh fucking hard, you'd be like, Ugh. Cam, <laughs> like scream. <laughs> God, I feel sick. No, I actually am repulsed by us. Um, Cam, he was like relatively normal. Yeah. Um, fine. Cap. Cap was their hype man. Yes, they had one of those. He ran on stage with a flag. He was very small. This is literally a fever dream. Off of, okay, so they had like an album. It's not on Spotify, unfortunately, because it was like kind of like a mixtape, kind of like an album. Um, there's a song on it called 10, and it was, like, cap song. Yeah. The hype man song. I don't want to die. This is ten, ten. really... <laughs> it was... Yeah, that was basically the lyrics. It's, like, 10, 10, 10 for me. And it was talking about how he looks like he's 10. Still looking like I'm 10. Looking like I'm 10, but I'm steady getting ass. Attended university, university, but, but never, never went to class. class. That's a relatable lyric. Mm-hmm. Um, So, that's can- uh, cap. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Then there was... Bucky, who pre Drake, <laughs> he was like Drake. Be- <laughs> he he was Drake before there was Drake. Yeah, like I just I bet he looks like he wakes up every morning now yeah. and is like, this is what I could have been. Yeah, no, it is <laughs> because he definitely has like a very similar vibe. Mm-hmm. His catchphrase was "Yup, yup," <laughs> like literally. Um, so yeah, Drake before there was Drake. Then there was the drummer Marty. Marty Bird. Marty Martino, who had um, an afro mm-hmm. and oftentimes did not have a shirt on. Or pants. Or pants, would just wear his underwear and, like, tube socks. And it was, like, a look. <laughs> I mean, it was a look. I'm not like, going to say, it was, like, like, his look. It wasn't, like, a good look. No, But it was not. his look. But it was, like, one. <laughs> and he owned it. He, yeah. And I have to respect he that. He made it function for him. I won't say work, because it, it didn't... It was just like getting by, like no. not by. It, yeah, it was it was functional. Yeah, you know, and that's the that's all you can ask for. Yeah. Um, who's next? Is it Pat? <laughs> Peanut, my dog thinks <laughs> it's Pat. Um, there is Pat, who was like the lead singer. He was like guitarist. edgy. He was like the rock part of this group. Yeah, no, he made up the rock portion. Yeah. He was like the one that everybody thought was like super cute. He yeah. was kind of like who would you. Like, compare him to now, if you had to, like, pick somebody. God, I don't even know. I know. I'm trying to think of, like, a modern-day Pat. I don't think he could be rivaled. (laughs) They could never. (laughs) They will They will never. And then last but not least is Mr. Tyler Arms. Let's get a zoom in on him and his outfit. His hand is in his pants, so there you go. That's all you need That's to know. That's all you need to know. Um, I don't even know what he did in the um, group, what instrument he played. I think guitar. Guitar. Bass there were like guitar? There were like 18 guitarists in yeah, the group. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't really know where he fit in. There were seven uh, people, but 18 guitarists. Explain that to me. Ting, ting. Ting, Um. Yeah, so that's Donald Webster. Um. I would implore you guys... To go look up their music, either on Spotify or on YouTube, um, because it's truly a trip. Um, if any of you grew up in Toronto, specifically the beaches, please let me know. <laughs> like, 
the connection because it's like basically down the members of Donald Webster went to the high school that was like just up the street from our high school yeah. so like it was very much like a community thing. yeah it was like other people knew but they didn't know no. like they pretended to be down with Webster and like they're not as we said before if you ain't down with Webster don't pretend to be I got a whole parade of ponies you yelling, remember the yeah, 10 for me yelling 10 for me um, yeah, so I just thought that was, like, a really oh, fun thing that we rediscovered. Yeah, it, we, we went to their shows all the time. I think they rival One Direction in terms of how many times we yeah. saw them in concert. And that's upsetting for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Um, and what also is upsetting is that all of them, all of the concerts, if not, like, 90% of them... We're at the Canadian <laughs> National Exhibition. They were, like, free, basically. Yeah, no. You had to pay admission to the fair. But, like, the concert was But then was you got free. to watch them. Yeah, we saw them at the X a few times. I also saw them once in Port Stanley. Yes, because I found them. Yes. They were playing an event called CanFest, which goes on during, like, Canada Day weekend. Um, And I remember Zoe, like, texting me and being like, you're in Port Stanley. Down with Webster's playing in Port Stanley. And I, like, my, I dragged my mom and my aunt and my little cousin Tessa to go see them. And it was truly an experience. But they also introduced us to Sweet Thing, another very Toronto niche band. R.I.P. Sweet Thing, honestly. If you've seen Easy A, the opening song, Sweet Thing. da na 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 you know that song you know that song i just keep going for the next hour the vibe where it's like you better watch out you better watch out you better watch out you better watch out sweet thing is another one of those things where it was like our sense of humor were like these people suck but wouldn't be funny if we went home and listened to them because they were actually low-key good <laughs> we literally made fun of them the whole way home from the ex yeah. also and then it was like okay but like is anyone else like but kind like, of into how low-key bops though so, like am i right we actually went to every show they had in toronto yeah. though there was like many we met them also multiple times yes yeah. That one time, oh, it was like, nice to see you again. And I was like, he knows. Nice to see you. Um, I also pushed Zoe into the drummer. Yes, Tyler. Yeah, so the drummer is really cute. He was arguably like And the he cutest. was on a very Canadian kids TV show called Popular, Popular Mechanics, Mechanics for, for kids, kids. Which also featured the love of my life, Jay Baruchel. Yes. Who is engaged. What's her name? Why can't I think of her name? Oh, Alicia Cuthbert. Yes. You got it. Point for me. Um, yeah, so Tyler was the drummer. He was, like, arguably, like, the cutest out yes. of all of them. And during, like, one of, like, after the show, we, like, went to go meet them. And, like, Zoe, like, wanted to go up to him and, like, yeah. get a picture. But she, like, wasn't really doing anything. No, I was, like, waving because he was talking to someone. No, no, no. <laughs> so I decided to intervene and I just, like, pushed her into him. And so the picture I have with him, I just look the most uncomfortable a person has ever looked. There was also, we went to something to meet them. Where they much were music. Giving out, yeah, where they were giving out lemonade. Yeah. And we got a picture and, like, Owen, the singer, was, like, squeezing me 
so tight that I couldn't get my arm like around to take the picture. So my arm, you see it being crushed into me and just cupping my boot. Yeah. We're gonna, we'll post that yeah, picture of the two of us sure. with them and we'll post our picture with Donald Webster so you guys can like live these experiences with you us. see how repulsive we truly are. Yeah. But it's like nice uh, to know that like we've, like we've been this way. Yes. It's nothing new. No. It's just evolved with yeah, which is great. It's great. Um, what else do we want to talk Duh. about this week? <laughs> um, where to start? Victoria's Secret? Yeah, let's get, get that out into of the it. Way? Uh, ooh, speaking of things that have been a certain way, Victoria's Secret bin trash. Forever. Um, the Victoria's Secret fashion show was recorded, filmed, whatever, like, last week. Um, our boy Shawnee Men did perform. Shout out to all the Shawnee Men. Shout out to all the Shawnee Men. Come on our podcast. Please. (laughs) Shawnee. I love him so much. Um, honest, no, never mind. I was gonna say, like, he kind of is, like, Pat, but, like, not really. They have the same sort of, like, hair, you know? Yeah. They do. The floppy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Back to the Victoria's Secret fashion show. So that happened, and um, it immediately became controversial because, well, um, the complete lack of inclusion on the runway? No, I don't know what you mean. Um, they were talking about it on Keep It this week, of course, um, and Ira said something about how, like, none of the models were over a size two. And I mean, like, I guess, like, logically I know that, like, these women are very, very small, mm-hmm. But he said that, and I just, like, I can't fathom that size. <laughs> I can't fathom that size. Because it's, like, that's literally just, like, a fraction of me. Yeah, no. That's, like, <laughs> not even a... Like, that's... Like, whoop. like, how small do you have to be to be a size two? And I'm not body shaming. I just, like, I can't... I can't yeah. I can't relate. I can't imagine. Um, I don't think I've ever been that size. I don't think I will ever be that no. size. And that's fine. That's my life. Um... What happened, though, was there were some very questionable (laughs) comments made from the, give me a second (laughs) while I pull up my screenshot. Pull it up. Um, So basically, the president of public relations at Victoria's Secret, Monica (laughs) Mitro, and the chief marketing officer of L Brands, Ed Maybe they shouldn't be those things. (laughs) Just a thought. They sat down with. Uh, somebody from Vogue to do an interview and there were some questionable comments that were made. Mm -hmm. So basically this Ed Razik guy, who's the chief marketing officer, let me just remind you, um, (laughs) said, shouldn't you have, like, he's kind of like implying like what other people ask and it's, shouldn't you have transsexuals in the show? Mm -hmm. No, no, I don't think we should. Well, why not? Because the show is a fantasy. It's a 42-minute entertainment special. That's what it is. It is the only one of its kind in the world, and any other fashion brand in the world would take it in a mitting. In a mitting? In a minute. I was so sorry. (laughs) Including the competitors that are carping us. And they carp us because we're the leader. I just I don't like the usage of the word carp. No. I don't like that. I don't want to carp carp out of this. They did nothing to you. I just think it's super bold to flat out be like, no. <laughs> Do you think we should have people who exist in our show? No. Trans people? I don't think so. No. Also, they were talking or um about, I think it was, he was also saying, does the brand think about diversity? Yes. Do we offer larger sizes? Yes. And then this Monica Mitra person who is the public, uh, or the president of public relations said, 
38 of 40 triple D is our range. Which, I hate to break it to you people at Victoria's Secret, but if you think that that's an inclusive size range, that's laughable. It's like two sizes. We have size one and two. What do you want from us? Like, you mean it doesn't include everyone? No. They, I think, afterwards came out with, like, a very lackluster apology being like just kidding no we would absolutely love to have plus size people and trans people on our shows of course next year it's gonna be so pandery oh of course feel it yeah like it's like it's gonna be like those dove beauty campaigns where it's like we make our money making you feel bad about yourself but women are beautiful try our soaps yeah like like, dove and axe are owned by the same company you're doing I yeah. see you. Yeah, it's like next year they'll have like Ashley Graham to fulfill like oh, the yeah. plus size oh, yeah. category. Curvy, don't you dare say plus size. I'm so sorry. Um, but it's just like I don't know. People got really up in arms about this, which is completely understandable. But it's just like we we have years and years of history to prove that they don't yeah. care about inclusion. Yeah. It's a fantasy. <laughs> we don't want those people. In our fantasy. Yeah, to me, that's, like, the most disgusting thing. It's just, like, who are you to define, like, what fantasy is? It's, like, really strange. It reminds me of when, like, shows do, like, period-centered, like, where it's, like, oh, medieval times. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And there's, like, no people of color whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And they're, like, well, it was the time. (laughs) It's, like, what? They're what? like black people didn't exist like, before. There's an like an episode of Psych where they go back and they're like investigating this TV show that's a period piece, yeah. right? And what's the guy's name? Why can't I think of his name? He was in Holes also. I Julie can Hill. Him. Yeah. Yes, Gus in the show. They're like, you can't be in it. Basically, he's like, why did black? Are you saying we weren't invented yet? <laughs> so good. Like, why are you saying we weren't invented yet? Yeah, it's just like it's um. Uh, like, not surprising. No. But also, it's, like, it's 2018, and it's, like, you have brands like Fenty, which I do have an issue with because I don't think that their size range is super inclusive, yeah. but they are making an effort. And, the like, the fashion show itself that they did was very, like, diverse. Absolutely. Like, they have a diverse cast of models, which is super cool. I'd love for them to make bras that fit my giant tits, but that's fine. <laughs> um... So it's, like, you have brands that are trying, and so it's, like, to me, Victoria's Secret is, like, irrelevant. No. Like, as soon as I sized out of them, I was just, like, well... I don't think I ever sized into that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, That's I exactly was like, it. I was maybe for a second, yeah. and I was, like, oh, no, I've grown. Like, they're catering to such a small percentage of the population and it's just, like, as we move more and more into, like, an inclusive world and just, like, a more, like, woke world where people are, like, I don't want to see the same body type yeah, just, like, carbon way. copied walking down a runway. It's, it's like, like, I want to see people that look like me. It's boring to it's, see the same thing over and over again. Yeah. It's, like, oh, like, Victoria's Secret models are, like, the ideal and people find them hot. Whoa. Groundbreaking. What a concept. That's crazy. That's the thing. It's like, I, obviously, if I spend too much time thinking about it, I'm just like, wow, I love hating myself because I don't look like these people. (laughs) Also, like, no offense if you're one of these people, but like, who watches the Victoria's Secret fashion show? Like, what is their demo? (laughs) You know? 
that's like, is it pervy people? Is it people being pervy? Well, I think it's, like, so weird because it's, like, my immediate thought is, like, obviously guys Mm -hmm. who want to see, like, scantily clad, like, hot women, like, walking down a runway. But then it's, like, they have people, like, Shawnee men performing the weekends performing in the past. So it's, like, they're also trying to- Taylor Swift there one time? Maybe. It's, like, they're also trying to, like, cater to women. So it's, like- it's like they want men who are going to objectify these women, and then they want women who are going to hate themselves. Yeah, and like while try watching, to like yeah, meet that. Idea. And they're like, "Oh my god, if I buy a bra from Victoria's Secret, I'll look like Gigi Bomb Hadid." Show. Also, yeah, it's like, like no. Okay. I would much rather see a show that consists of people that I can look at and be like, "Wow, I see myself in that," or yeah. at least I see different body types. I'm like. We get it, like, wings. Like, you're gonna have wings. Oh, wings. Like, that's fun. It's boring. <laughs> I've seen it. I just, like, I'm over it. Speaking I... of the wings, though, yeah. did you see that whole thing with, like, Kendall Jenner? And then being like, it's an honor to wear these wings. And I'm like, is this the army? What's happening? Like, they were acting like it was, like, a badge of honor. You will respect our veterans, Zoe. I'm so sorry. They walked that runway in their underwear. With those heavy wings on. So brave. And they deserve your respect. I'm so disrespectful. Yeah, it was, like, Kendall Jenner and, like, a, like her siblings dressed up as Victoria's Secret Angels for Halloween. Yeah. And, like, a previous angel was, like, basically, like, this is disrespectful. Like, yeah. she, was, she was basically, like, it was likening so... it to, like, cultural appropriation. That's the thing. It's like, whoa, okay, whoa. Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 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 Whoa, whoa, whoa. Peter whoa. Kavinsky, whoa. Whoa. His tweets are just His Instagram is a mess. Too much. It's actually good because, like, Noah Centineo is, like, so hot that if he wasn't completely cringy on Instagram, I think I would die. Yeah, no, I think that's, like, saving us all. But it's, like, I'll, like, see his post on Instagram, like, oh, you're so good looking. And then I'll see his story and I'm just, like, ooh. No, or his tweets. Boy. like... See, I don't, I don't follow him on Twitter, so I've never seen what no, he tweets. No, I just see other people talking oh, about Oh, really? Them. I don't even see that. And it's just stuff like, a smile is a curve. That's everything. No, he's like a walking, like, Tumblr yeah. text post from 2010. Little girly things. Little girly things. Little Noah Centineo things. It's so cringy, but he's so hot. He's just, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Victoria's Secret, uh, bin trash. Yeah. And really... As far as, like, advancing as, like, a brand and, like, coming out with, like, new and exciting things, where? <laughs> where? It's a red one. You got a pink one. Well, exactly. Throw, like, a flower on it. It's like, I haven't, every time I've gone into that store, I've seen the same thing. Oh, yeah. It hasn't changed ever. There's, like, a diamond on the strap. Also, I like just to go back to their size range. Them talking about how they go up to a thirty triple D. I think they said forty triple D. I'm so That's sorry. Correct. Um, they might say that, but let me tell you, there is a period of time where I would shop at Victoria's Secret because I foolishly thought that I fit into their bras. Um, because every time I'd go to get measured, they're like, "Yeah, sure, you're a thirty eight triple D." Um, okay. So I would go, and they'd be like, yeah, no, um, you can look in this one drawer over there. Just, like, in the corner, like, go past the troll, and then you take a boat, and then it's just, like, over to the side, you have to go through, like, a tunnel, and there's some cobwebs, if you just push those, there's, like, a bra there. There's one beige bra. <laughs> if you want it. Just, maybe. Take your pick. Um, so it's like, they can say that they cater it to that size, but it's like, if you are over... A double D, and especially like if you're over a size 
34, 36. Like, there's really not a lot for yeah. you. So. It's like, oh, you want that pretty one? Like, the, the pink one with the... That was, you want that? Yeah. <laughs> bitch, you can't you have stupid, it. <laughs> you stupid bitch. <laughs> you can't have that. That was always it. It's like, I go in. Same with, like, Licenza, which is, like, our Canadian version of Victoria's Secret. You know, I'd go in... And I'd see all these, like, really pretty bras. I'm like, oh, my God, those are so beautiful. I want to wear those. And then they'd measure me, and they'd be like, well, um, <laughs> you can pick from these two. But, like, <laughs> this one has a stain. So, like, yeah. <laughs> you can have that one, I guess. Honestly, like, the best decision I ever made was to, like, go to a specialty bra store that, like, specializes in, like, larger sizes and I was just like oh you mean I'm not a 38 triple D I'm like a 30 F <laughs> like, what can we just talk about whoa, that whoa, whoa. can what? we just talk about that size difference yeah. no I spent my entire life trying to squeeze myself into Lasenza bras yeah they don't fit <laughs> do they fit anyone I've never heard anyone tell me a story about the Lasenza bra fitting company Please. No, I would just get accosted by the women at Licenza who would measure me without my consent. I was like, please yeah. do not touch me. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, trash. Trash, trash, trash. Trash, always. Speaking of trash. <laughs> As we often do. Uh, one of our favorite people to talk about. No, not KJ Appa. Um, um, I'm sure he'll get thrown in here, though. But He's oh, gonna. Oh, he will. Oh, he's gonna. But KJ Appa adjacent. <laughs> Lily Reinhardt. <laughs> Um, KJ Appa apologist to Lily <laughs> Goodbye. I need to leave. I just snorted directly into the microphone. So, Dark Betty herself, Lily Reinhardt, <laughs> uh, opened up about her struggle with body dysmorphia in a speech during Glamour's Woman of the Year Summit on Sunday, pointing out that hyper-awareness of one's body is, quote-unquote, the normal part of being a woman that no one really talks about. First of all, Lily, everyone talks about it. I think it's really great when people say that. It's always like a really skinny, conventionally attractive yeah. woman who's like, I don't know if anyone's talked about this before, but like bodies are weird. Yeah. Um, I'm What I'm reading is from Nylon, our number one source into yes. the scandalous lives of Manhattan's elite. Uh, in her speech, Reinhardt said that her fixation on her body came as a result of her rise to fame. Imagine only getting fixated on your body when you became like... I've been fixated on my body since I was, like, eight years old. Since the day I became aware that I had a body, I was like, wait. Like, and I have never been anywhere close to famous, but, like, I've been aware of my body, sister, so. Sis. Oh, wow. Um, uh, describing how, quote-unquote, I didn't think anything was wrong with my body until I was in an industry that rewards and praises people for having a smaller waist than I will ever have. Just a big, I just, like, I, okay, so, your fat friend, who is a Twitter account. Me? <laughs> my friend Zoe. My fat friend. Right here. Your fat friend is a Twitter account that we talk about a lot, um, and the person who runs it was commenting on this, and so I'm just going to read her tweets real quick, because oh, I think yes, it's a I good, I didn't even see these. I think it's a good summation, and before we get into it, because I think, <laughs> We have a tendency to maybe um, not articulate things as well and as tactfully. No. And we have to do it quickly in fear that Katie will come. 
You know, every, you never know. Literally every time you bring up Paige Ava, like I feel the urge to like launch myself off my chair. <laughs> Me too. Because it just in fear. Yeah, no, for yeah, sure. No. So your fat friend said, so this is real for thin women. I get that. And I don't want to minimize it in any way. Body image struggles are real and difficult. It's real, yes, and also a deeply incomplete picture that doesn't include discussion of body-based oppression. It's also exhausting as an undeniably fat person to see so many conversations about body image, and then in parentheses, how we as individuals see our own bodies, get so much praise, while conversations about body-based oppression, in parentheses, led by fat and disabled people, are met with contempt or dismissed. When we only lift up these conversations about insecurities, it genuinely sets us up to see every body-related issue as one of body image or insecurity. But, for example, I'm getting on a plane today. I might get kicked off because of my size. That's not an issue of body image. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's really, that's really... Miss Reinhardt, if you're nasty, I don't mean to mitigate your body struggles with body image and your rise to fame. I get it. I I personally understand that. And it's a bitch. I get that. Um, But maybe open up the discussion a little wider and just, like, allow other people to be a part of it. Yeah. That are bigger than a size 16. (laughs) Also, this line Hmm. just... This led her to notice even the slightest changes in her body's appearance. I became hyper aware of my changing body. I could see the difference in my shape in photos and wondered if anyone else was noticing. I felt this strange, constant struggle of having to live up to the expectation of the appearance that I had already established to the world. Okay. Understand that. Respect that that's an issue for you. Now just imagine, if you will, that you never had established it to the world. They already decided that what you are is disgusting and they want nothing to do with it. And they want to kill you. And they want you dead. <laughs> they want me dead. I think, and Zoe brought this up. We were texting about it the other day. Um, I think it's really bold of Lily Reinhardt to be out here trying to, like, champion body positivity and, like, talk about her, like, struggles and stuff like that. Um, but has not publicly acknowledged the fact no. that two of her co-stars have made statements themselves or liked things that blatantly fat shame. Like, okay. I've said this before about other things. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's, like, women's responsibility to, like, stick up for, like, or, like, make statements on things. But it's, like, when you personally are building your career and your personal brand Mm -hmm. on being a certain way and, like, championing? Close. Great. I love speaking. (laughs) Championing. Yes, beautiful. For certain issues. Like, maybe call out the people closest to you. Um, Because I feel like it was, like, the same week that the stuff about Charles Melton came out that Camila Mendez was in Nylon talking about body positivity. Yeah. And, like, a whole spread about her. And just, like, crickets. <laughs> yep. Oh, absolutely. From the whole, the whole cast. Crickets. Yeah. Um, no, I think you're absolutely right. It's not a woman's responsibility yeah. to, like, defend men. Poor se? Poor se. Poor pace. Per se. Um, but I do think that you have a responsibility yeah. 
to call that out. Just like a certain level of response. Just be like, hey, the the statements of my cast members and boyfriend. Um, yeah, Cammy Mendez. I don't agree with them. Yeah. This is the line, though. I was looking for it this whole time. I was oh like, my where God. is it? And it's right at the end. But this. Reinhardt notes that she has been criticized for talking about her body image because she is perceived as skinny by the public. She's perceived as skinny, but she identifies as fat. Like, what are you saying? She identifies as fat. Like, what are you saying? Like, I can't be perceived as not that way by no, anyone. Exactly. Like, it's very... <sighs> well, again, it's just like, it's this constant narrative that's being... Um, directed by cisgendered white women who are a size six. And they seem to be the face of, like, the body positive movement. They're like, if I bend to my, like, side a little bit, there's, like, a single roll. And I know I'm disgusting, but I want you to respect me. It's like, what? Wait. Um, I just think... You know, yes, everybody should be free to talk about their own experiences with their body. Because that's, you know, valid, whatever. Um, But it's just not interesting to me when it's the same story over and over again. It reminds me, too, of, like, when people always want to talk about mental health. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, mental health is so important. Let's talk about it. I have depression. I have anxiety. Someone's like, I have schizophrenia. They're like, no, 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 no. I have anxiety. It's like, wait. Yeah. Let people talk about things that are differing experiences. No, but that's the thing. People get so scared of that and they don't want it. It's like, you know, the body positive thing. It's like, you know, I'm, when I bend over, I have a stomach roll and that makes me really self-conscious. Or it's like, you know, I have anxiety and that makes me upset. Somebody who is, like, literally fat comes into the picture or somebody who literally has schizophrenia and, like, is requires and requires medication, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, then that's when people get uncomfortable. Yeah, and they're, they're like, like, no, 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 like, th- these are extreme cases. I'm talking about me right now. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I don't want to talk about you and your experience. Like, I want to talk about my experience. Because it's, it's like, like, palatable. You know? Yeah. Like, people can take it. Yeah. Because people can see Lily. And they can be like, oh my god, no. You have nothing to be upset about. You were beautiful. You were perfect. You look like Linda, Linda Evangelista. Evangelista. You're a model. She did stone those tights. She did stone those tights. It's just tiring. Because, like, here's the tea, Lily Reinhardt. <laughs> um, like, it is people like her that I grew up watching on TV that made me hate my body. Because yeah. I was like, oh, but I don't look like you. No, and it's like, if she feels bad about herself, how should I feel yeah. about myself? And it's like, not to say that you can't be thin and conventionally attractive and have and have body issues. Like, Obviously, that's not the... the brain, everyone has that. The brain is really fucked up. It makes you think really awful things sometimes. And that's unfortunate. Um, but I just don't think that the conversation ends with, well, you know, sometimes I feel bad about myself. Yeah. Like, but, nothing you know, past that is affecting you. I just you know? think it would have been really great if she could have maybe championed some more voices um, that show differing experiences. And obviously, yeah, as uh, the tweets from your fat friend said, there's a difference between being, like, a little self-conscious and literally being oppressed by society because of yeah. your size. It's like, okay, 
She feels bad about herself. I'm sorry that that's true. I'm. It's upsetting mm-hmm. that you feel that way. It's upsetting yeah. that anyone feels that way. But it doesn't go past that. Well, here's the thing. It's like, yes, I'm not saying you can't be insecure about your body. I'm not saying you can't, like, feel bad about things. But it's like, at the end of the day, you still have the privilege of a thin person. Mm-hmm. And that will get you very far in life. Yeah. It's like the same thing when people are like, oh, well, just because I'm white doesn't mean I don't have problems. Yeah. It's like, yes, you may have problems, but none of them are to do with your race. Yeah. And that gives you an upper hand in and life. like... Things outside of your personal feelings aren't being, like, hurt. (laughs) Like, you know? So, I just think that's something to consider. It's like, okay, you feel bad about yourself. Mm -hmm. Then you have everyone in the world going, you shouldn't. You look great. Fat people feel bad about themselves in certain cases. (laughs) And then have everyone else going, yeah, you should. Yeah, absolutely. That's unhealthy. You're promoting obesity by just being a person. Yeah. They just exist. Don't do that. Don't do it. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm just really tired of, like, conventionally attractive cisgendered white women who are thin getting pats on the back for being like, I'm insecure sometimes. (laughs) Like, ooh. (laughs) Like, no offense, but, like, that story has been told time and time again. Yeah. And I don't think we need another person talking about it. I don't think so. Unless they're using their voice to champion. Yeah other people with different experiences. Like, I feel bad about myself, but you know, it's so much worse for... Exactly. <laughs> like, X. Exactly. It's like, you know, I'm just tired of losing my heart, to be yeah. honest. So the other thing that I wanted to talk about, this is like less serious, but, um, I mean, also equally as serious. <laughs> equally as how, upsetting. Because how dare she? <laughs> so last week or something like that, um, People Magazine came out with their sexiest man a year. Man a year? Sexiest, <laughs> fuck me. Sexiest, man a year. Sexiest man of the year. Sexiest man alive. That's what it is. I like, Jesus Christ. What a mess. One sexy man a year. <laughs> we are going to recover from this. They Push through. Let's just keep going. Um, they announced that Idris Elba was their sexiest man alive for this year, which like, True. Every year. Also, like, you went from Blake Shelton to that. Like, last year was a real misstep. Like, that really was, like, the year of, like, Trump. Like, you, <laughs> no, Blake like, Shelton. When it happened last year, everyone was like, okay. Like, excuse? Okay. okay. Excuse me? I mean, we really are living for in a some, Trumpian I guess. age. Um, anyway. So, that's great. So happy for you, Idris. You deserve it. Um, surprised it took so long. You were the sexiest man of year. Sexiest man a year every year. Um, and honestly, I kind of just saw it and forgot about it and moved on. But Lily <laughs> Reinhardt wouldn't allow me to do that. Because she just had to get in on this and continue to be the cringiest person alive. And she posted on her Instagram story a picture of Cole Sprouse, her BF, and she captioned it with my 2018 sexiest man alive. First of all, no. (laughs) First of all, he wasn't crowned that. Nor will he ever be. Take a back. How dare you step on Idris's crown like that? Just like side by side, no. (laughs) Listen, I'm not saying Cole Spress isn't attractive. I think he's cute. He's cute. That is all he'll ever be. (laughs) (laughs) We talk about body image and then we're like, Cole Spress disgusting. Did I say that? No. I did. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there are different categories of, like, attractiveness. Yeah. 
Like, some guys are cute. Some guys are hot. Some guys are sexy. He doesn't fall in no. to two of those categories. And I, like, love that you're in love. <laughs> like, have fun with that. Can't relate. <laughs> you crazy kids. <laughs> like, what's it like to be in love? I wouldn't know. We just stop recording. It's the last episode. It's like, and after this. They killed themselves. They never recorded again. Um, yeah, it's like, I'm super happy for you two. I'm not at all. Um, <laughs> no, but like, whatever, that's fine. Like, go uh, be in love. But they are literally that couple in that vine where it's like, is, is that, that allowed? allowed? Because everything they do is my little muse. <laughs> everything they do makes me want to vomit. The thing is that, sure, if you want to be like that, be like that. I don't want any part of it and I don't want to see it constantly. No, like, you are putting this on me without my consent. Like, I did I not... want it. I did not allow you to be like it's this. It's just, like, weird. Like, we don't have to be involved in this. No. Like, you could have just texted him that. Like Absolutely. And t- sent him a picture of himself and be like, this is my sexiest be man like, of the year. you're my sexiest man of year. <laughs> man year. Um, but no, it's like... They have to, like, post these things and, like, oh, he touches me everywhere. It's like, I, <laughs> I tell him to touch me squiggly line everywhere. Squiggly line. First of all, gross. <laughs> that was the most upsetting tweet I've ever seen. I'm gonna be real honest. No. I'm not recovering. No, like, I'm still, like, I yeah, still have nightmares That about. paired with the My Little Muse Instagram post, like, I don't think I'll ever be the same. No, I think, um... I now am infertile, to be like, honest. I want to die. <laughs> like, that, I, that was before, but, like, now <laughs> there's an added edge, you know? Now I have a reason other than depression. Like <laughs> Just a little parsley, you like, know? Boop. Salt bay is shook. <laughs> Just Lily. <laughs> um, but I know, literally every time I think Lily Reinhardt can't get any more cringy, she outdoes herself. Yeah. Um, so... I would just love her to stop doing everything. Stop. For the love of everything. Please stop. You know what? You date Cole Sprouse. That's fine. My (laughs) voice cracked. (laughs) I'm so upset. You go. You date Cole Sprouse. You enjoy your relationship. I just don't want to see or hear anything about it. I also just, like, do your thing, whatever. I just have, like, a lot of concerns for the show Riverdale. When all these couples are, go their separate ways. Oh, I can't wait. Like, there's, I'm like, a weird, like, Riverdale, like, incestuous thing happening. No, it's for that, sure getting, like, a little, in like, TV inbred show. for me. Yeah. Because, like, Cole and Lily are dating, and now Camilla Mendes and uh, Charles, I hate fat people, Melton, yeah. are dating. The very same. The one and only. Um, So it's just, like, there's a lot of dating going on. And you know what? I don't want to jinx anything. I don't mean to say that these relationships aren't going to last forever. (laughs) But um, I'm just saying, like, if and when they break up, it's going to make filming the show very interesting. And Uh I personally can't wait. (laughs) Like, you think it's bad now. And I do. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Yes. Just, like, sit back, relax, get ready for the Riverdale episode. Because it's going to be a lot. We're, like, four episodes into the season. Five episodes into the season. And it's already such a goddamn fucking nightmare. My notes are several pages long, and we're four episodes in. So. And I haven't even watched the fourth one. It just came out, didn't it? I don't know. I don't even know. It's a nightmare. It truly is a nightmare. It really is. 
So just uh, to Lily Reinhardt, if you're listening, I know you love our podcast so much. Thank you. Um, consider this. <laughs> just um, be quiet. Just like for a little bit. Forever. <laughs> forever. Just always. Just like a um, little sh- <laughs> Like stop talking about your body. Stop talking about your relationship. Like there are so many famous couples that are just so low key that just like don't post about their relationship. I mean, like they post, but, but it's, like, it's cute. You, it's yeah, not, I mean, like that's the it, difference. It's not like oh my little muse. Like that's disgusting. <laughs> you disgust me. Like don't. Like please don't. I there's like several red flags that go up when people refer to their significant other as their muse. Um, I hate it. It makes my skin crawl. I hate, like, the word muse even used, like, in its proper context. Yeah. I still think it's pretentious. It so is. for you to call your girlfriend your little muse is just, like, the douchiest thing you can do. Like, wow, I'm really glad she helps you in your, like, performance of juggy. Like, I'm really glad that you have a muse for that. It's showing. The show is so bad. I'm going through a lot right no, now. It's awful. Um, so, also, some fun, exciting news that was announced this week. The cast of Drag Race Uh, All-Stars 4. Um, so, let me just run through this list of people real quick. Um, so, we have Monet Exchange, Latrice Royale, Trinity Taylor, Pheromone, Valentina, Monique Hart, Jasmine Masters, Naomi Smalls, Gia Gunn, and Manila Luzon. So, I, we, Zoe and I have already voiced these yeah. concerns to each other, but, like, it is too much too soon. They just did All-Stars 3. Yeah. Which was a very weak season. Oh, not great. Mm-mm. Um, and then they just did season 10, which was another very weak season. It's just too much together, and everyone's kind of, like, trying to do the same thing now. Like, there's a lot of... Yeah. The same happening. <laughs> like, the only people that I'm, like, moderately... Not moderate. Like, the only people that I'm excited for... Trinity Taylor, absolutely. She mm-hmm. is an all-star. Yeah. She is my A1 since day one. Just kidding. <laughs> I said that. No, but she's, like, the person I'm gunning for on this season. Like, yeah. I truly think she deserves to win. Um, Valentina, because, like you said... Redemption. Redemption. And I mean, like, I do think she's, like, a very talented queen. Like, she's yes. beautiful. She looks like Linda She bothers me. Oh, lot. I don't like her. I don't I don't care for her, but she's talented. But I'll I, give her that. I'm interested in seeing what she brings this yeah. season. Uh, Monet Exchange and Monique Hart, I'm sorry, my dears, but you were just on the previous season. Yeah, no, that's, you can't be an all-star yet. Like, you, you were just on, like, three months ago. Like, I just saw you. <laughs> like, I... You were just there. Like, what? Like, at this point, I can compare your performance in one thing to your new one. Like, that's, well, that's how, exactly like, it. fresh in my mind it to is. To me, it's, like, all-stars. It's, like, you need to be, like, a couple seasons removed. Yeah. Because it's, like, how much have you changed in the span of a few months? Not enough. Exactly. Um, people like Manila Luzon and Latrice, I love them. But they've also, like, already been on all-stars. Yeah. I like them. It'll be nice to see them, but it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, Could you just bring Shangela back at this point? Well, at this point, yeah, just like, put Shangela in every season. Throw her because, in another like, box and wheel her out here. Back, back, back again. <laughs> um, who else do we have? Pheromone. Why? She's pretty. <laughs> she's beautiful. I love looking at her face. That's that's all really she's. But every week on her season, she came out in a bra and a piece of fabric wrapped around her waist. It's like Carmen. Exactly. Exactly. 
Um, also, Gia Gunn. Why? She's feeling her oats. That's really it. And I love that, and I respect her for it. But again, such, like, a boring two-dimensional Yeah, I... Their choices are really interesting, and I would love to know, like, the reasoning that Um, went into it. Naomi Smalls, I'm, like, kind of here for. I do think... I really like Naomi. I do think she did really well on her season. I mean, she made it to, like, what, top three? So, like, I do think she's, like, worthy of being on All-Stars. Um, Jasmine Masters is entertaining. Yes. <laughs> but overall, I'm just like, it's such a lackluster cast. It's the third season that's going to be debuting this year. Yeah. Like, that's insane to me. They're also doing a Christmas special. <laughs> it's just, like, so much. It's just, like, an oversaturation of Drag Race. And it's like, I love this show. but right, like it's such a good show, but it's, like, it's too much at this point. Yeah. It's, like, overkill. Exactly. I just feel like people are getting overwhelmed. You're putting out, like, these lackluster seasons just for the sake of putting yeah. them out. Like, let people, like, anticipate the show. Be like, oh my god, I can't wait for the next season of All Stars. Like, who's gonna be on it? Like, oh, the people who are just on the last season. Yeah, exactly. Okay, like, okay like, whatever. That's cool, I guess. So, I mean, like, I will 100% watch it. Oh, absolutely. And enjoy it, but mm-hmm. I do have some concerns. Many. <laughs> Many concerns. Yeah. It's just, yeah, like, it's just too close. That's it. Like, you don't, it can't, you can't do All-Stars every other season. Then it's not All-Stars. No. It's just, like, people who didn't win the last time. Exactly! (laughs) RuPaul's queens that didn't win the last time. That's it. We're giving them a second chance. It's like, great. Do I have to be here for it? (laughs) Can you do it on your own time? Yeah, it's just, like, a lot. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Is there anything else on our list of things that you want to get to? I think we got through everything that was on my list. Let me just do a little double check. I think we hit my points. I brought up KJ Appa the amount of times I'm contracted to do so. Yeah. You know, we talked about All-Stars forecast announcement, Crinchy Down with Webster Face, Lily yes. Reinhardt, and Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. We hit all the marks. We got it. Um... Very little mental breakdowns in this one. I think we really to last. kept ourselves composed. I feel like, <laughs> so this is what, like our third episode back from like all the Halloween stuff? Yes. Like I think it's taken us to this week to like, to, like kick get back, back in. into it. I think so as well. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't have anything prepared to like read off a page to you. Yeah. So I'm like, right? What? It's like, what do we do? What? Yeah, last week was like interesting. Definitely was entertained by it in some way, and now we're just gonna move on. Yeah, we lived, we learned, we loved. Absolutely. Uh, so you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at HonestlyPod or Facebook.com/slash HonestlyPod. Email us at thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. Go to our website, which is the honestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home because it will lead you nowhere. We have merch on the website. You can click the little merchy tab that's there or go to honestlypod.threadlist.com. We have t-shirts, sweaters, notebooks. <laughs> And All the so things. much more. All the things. Um, also, please uh, rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you listen to our little podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, etc. Um, <laughs> if you leave us a review, take a screenshot of it, email it, 
to us at our previously stated email address. <laughs> um, and we will send you some limited edition Honestly Pod stickers. They're cute. They have our little cartoon faces on it. And boy, do we love our cartoon faces. We do. And they really are limited edition because uh, we're almost out of them. We are. And we revamped. Exactly. So, like... They're, like, vintage, so, like, get them while you can. <laughs> They're, like, OG. Yeah. I mean, like, not, like, OG OG. Because we don't talk about her. No. <laughs> but the glow up is real. It's very real. Uh, so, yeah. Is that it? That's all. All right. Bye. Bye.